Howdy, family. Today's episode is sponsored by Ready, Set, Execute, the six-step goal-setting course that's set on you taking action and executing. Visit ReadySetExecute.com and enjoy today's episode. What up, family? This is part two of another dope episode. Let's dive right in. It's a hell of a story. Like You came with one simple idea, and now here you are talking to people... Like I put this way, anybody else at your age right now may be super stressed going to these meetings, talking to people that own these businesses, own these major companies, making millions and thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of pounds coming in. And it's like, yeah, like I'm offering a service to add, to add value to your customer base by them being able to transfer. Not, there's less returns on your end. There's less exchanges, less people bringing stuff back. And when they're making a purchase, they're going to keep it. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, don't get me wrong, it, I am still nervous when I meet with people, even if I, at the moment, because everything's via Zoom, but don't get me wrong, like, I was still nervous, you know, I plan for these meetings because I need them to go well. Um, But yeah, and I, I am quite nervous when I'm on them. I am young, like all these people that I speak to, they're in their careers, you know, they've done well for themselves. And that's what I'm trying to do now. And I think because I'm young, obviously, I do stress a bit more. But, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. I think the nice thing as well is the press that I've re- received from my app has also helped me to gain extra clothing brands as well. Um, Because, obviously, people can, you know, search virtual clothes fitting rooms and it comes up, search my name and things come up about the app. Um, But also it's like on BBC News, it's been rated in within the top five fashion styling apps 2020 so it's all about like getting the brand out there which also attracts clothing brand partners because then I get emails you know hey we love your app like we want to have it on we want to download our clothes on which is it's it's really lovely you know how everything interconnects I love that and it's like granted you are younger and one thing I will share with you that something I wish I knew at a younger age that I know now and I tell everybody your age and whoever else is going to to ride with this is that anybody you meet who's more seasoned, has more experience in the path that you're going down, there is this little fear of like, oh my God, they got so much experience. Why are they going to want to waste time with me? But the secret is, is everybody who's on top really wants to help someone else that's below them and pass that information down that someone else is on the come up. Because the thing is this, is that Everybody's on top. When they meet someone who's on the come, they immediately think back to themselves in that position. And it's like, like you said before, we're like, it's, you're teaching these kids, like, okay, how would I want to be taught myself? I'm going to teach these kids the same way. And for them, it's like, how could I help this person? Because like, I, what information do I wish I had when I was in their position? So they're going to be full supportive in trying to help you grow and helping you develop. It's like, you know what? It's not every, like, guys, if they're running a business, they got some little shit kid coming in late all the time, skipping work trying to cancel that's lazy doesn't want to get the work done and here they get to meet someone else who's of that same age where you're breaking the mold of like breaking the stereotype of we're lazy we're not we don't want to work like i'm creating something like that's the whole goal of this itself is to promote people like that because there's a ton of people like you out there getting shit done and for them to meet someone like that is a huge relief for them it's like oh thank god there's hope for the next generation for them and they want to pour that information on too yeah, no, definitely. Like, And I do really appreciate that because sometimes I do, obviously, the industry that I'm in and the tech industry about, I think I read somewhere the other day that 95% of people in tech are middle-aged white men. Like, that that's that's it it was brutal as it is that's it you know and I think 
there's obviously not many women in it like and I kind of like the challenge but also I'm trying to make a positive impact I don't have experience and I don't I don't own hundreds of millions of pounds but I think I have my story I have my brand being unique and I have my ambition and hopefully that's enough to prove to everyone that I want this and that I want to make a name for myself and I want this to work you know so that's kind of what I'm hoping for Yes, and that's that. <laughs> that's the most important part is that you have that purpose of why you want to learn these things. And if you think of like these middle-aged white men that have been tech for so long, like if we're honest with ourselves, tech is new. Like there's not really a course in school. Like there's courses now, obviously you could take for school, but by the time we're done school, half that information is old. And we have companies like Google and I think Facebook, they're like, look, forget your degrees come apply for the job. We'll teach you on the job. Cause they're like, you're getting this degree and we have to reteach you everything anyways. Skip going to school, come straight to us. We'll coach you on the job. Cause it's the sort of thing where you have to do it. Like imagine you have to learn how to build an app theoretically through a book. The only way you can learn is, is hands-on. It's like woodshop. You can't learn woodshop by watching the TV show. You got to get the job done. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to have some guidance and mentorship and somebody that can actually help you rather than just, you know, watch your watch a YouTube show that's, you know, this is how you do it, or just getting a textbook, like, you know, it's crazy, isn't it? And, like, the key to that success and all that is that person who got into that tech world years ago before there was a course, their curiosity and wanting to know more got them to the point where they now wrote the book on the course. The same way as your curiosity and your wanting to know more and make this vision of yours happen taught you how to create an app, taught you how to create a presentation, taught you how to come up with a logo, a design, brand colors how to talk to people that are double your age and that are seasoned in industry and learning how to communicate them it's that driving factor of having that purpose of why you want to get stuff done that teaches people anything they need to learn yeah no definitely and I do agree and I think your personality and your drive and ambition does speak volumes um I mean with my app I I do have unique features. I understand there are a few more virtual closed fitting rooms appearing um, and I've looked about owners and who they are and they've been in tech for years, you know, and I just think like I've only, obviously I'm still young, I've got experience in that. And don't get me wrong, like I've not been accepted by every clothing brand. That clothing brand, there's been partners that have said that I'm too young, um, I, don't, I, lack, I lack experience and things like that. But there have been a few that actually would prefer to invest in startups and would prefer to hire, you know, to have a younger person because fresh ideas. And I've experienced the problem. The whole reason my, you know, the whole reason why my story is relevant is because I was having this problem. Okay, I know what it feels like to order clothes and then return them. I know what their customers feel like. That's why I've made a product for you know, because I'm not being funny, how many of these people, how many of these tech owners actually know what it's like to order clothes online and get disappointed when they return them, you know? Not much. Like, it, it, it's like, like you mentioned, like, how many people were working at a job for $12 or 12 pounds an hour for a few weeks just to be able to buy that one shoes or one dress and it doesn't fit? Mm. Yeah. You know, you've got to put it into realistic, but also... I know my technology compared to the others is a lot more simpler, but it needs to be phone user friendly because what's the point in creating technology that 
you know, that not everyone, you know, John from down the road can use, Sally from down the road, you know, Kate in Australia. Like, everyone needs to be able to use it, like, you know. And at, the technology's not that advanced at the moment, you know. It's just, you've you got, I guess you've got to move with the times, but you can't move with the times if you're trying to make a product that's, you know, you've got to make a product that's user-friendly. And that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, my app can be downloaded on phones. Brilliant. Like, that's what people use to shop with. I love that. And there is nothing wrong with simplicity. Because I know it's the sort of thing where in many different fields or many different projects, people feel the need to, I got to make it sound comp, make it complicated, make it sound cool to show off my how smart I am, how great I am. But let's be honest. I love the fact that you said that user-friendly is your number one motive, number one focus. But simplicity wins. Like, you may not know this, but like before Google, there was like Yahoo Search, AltaVista, Ask.com with all these like photos and shit on their site. Google was a white page with a te- with an empty bar, type your search. That was it. Yeah, 100%. Simple, and straight to the I point. I just think also, like, I must admit, I've always said that iPhones were made to be used by anyone, okay? They're simple, they're easy to use, you know, and with in today's world everybody's brain works differently some people find technology come like complicated some people don't you need to make it use easy to use you need to make it user friendly and that's what i wanted to do you know what's the point of having a high tech thing if only five percent can use it you know i wanted it to be made use of everyone and anyway who likes anything complicated nowadays you know I'm not being funny. Not nobody has enough time to start faffing around with this, 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 and this. Do they really? Okay, everybody loves something quick, simple, easy, plug and play, and that's what that's what I'm aiming for. Effective, but simple and easy to use. That is so true. It's simple. Like I think my thing back to my example is like back home when I grew up at a stove. There's five knobs: front burners, back burners, oven. I got here. The stove has like five knobs, another 20 buttons. Like, I just want to put the oven on. What do I do? And I'm like, I'm a tech savvy person. Like, I know how tech works. But I'm like, how am I getting confused at a stove? Like, it should not be this complicated. (laughs) It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, some some things, you know, you just think, yeah, that it should just be simple. But it's really not. Yeah. And it's, I love that you thought about that. Because at the same time, it's, you are thinking about, your demographic of people that are going to be using it's like, I don't want them to be frustrated. If they're already frustrated from having a shopping experience, let me make their experience of being on my app as frictionless as possible. Well, exactly. That's the thing. Like, I know, you know, I've got a granddad that recently got an iPad like three, four years ago. Bless him. He, he doesn't know much about that, you know? And, and then my mum, obviously, she's not that good with technology. So I knew, you know, it had to be easy because not everybody's grown up with this technology. You know, I didn't just want it just to be for like the younger generation, like, because we know how to use phones. But also I wanted to, it to include everybody and I didn't want it to discriminate. That is another reason why it's easy to use and user friendly because that's what everyone's looking for at the moment. And I love you said granddad. My, my immediate thought goes to now like, if you got it so grandpa could use the apps, like grandpa can now buy outfits for like granddaughters and grandsons. Like, let me pull up a photo of Johnny or let me put a photo of Michelle. Does this close fit? And send it to him. Like, there's a higher chance of it fitting now versus them like sneakily trying to find your size. Yeah, like my granddad's got his, the app on his iPad, bless him, and we've dressed him and everything on there. Yeah. 
It's I brilliant. Love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm curious though, between your granddad and your mom, I have a feeling your granddad has caught on to the technology quicker than your mom has. No, 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 mom, no, no, not quite, not quite. No, my mom definitely has. No, my granddad, bless him. He, he still does need help, bless him. But I mean, it's it's been great. The iPad has been a real good thing for him. Um, but obviously, I guess it, they're not used to it, are they? Um, and which is why, obviously, this easy it needs to be easy to use. Um, because at the end of the day, if you download something complicated, you know, I know for me, if I download a co- download a complicated app, sorry, I'd get rid of it. If I didn't know how to use it within the first minute, I'd get rid. I'd be like, do you know what? I don't need to waste time. I don't want to learn how to use it. And I actually did that with a, it's actually really funny. This Well, it's not funny, but it's just ironic. You know, we're on the conversation of it. I, do you know Canva? Yes. Online content. Yes. I never understood how to use that before. So I was just like, do you know what? No, done. You know, not using it. It wasn't until three months later when somebody said to me, Canva is amazing. I love this girl's um business content. And I messaged her and was like, I really like your content. I'm looking to mix up my brand's content on social media. And I said, what do you use? And she said, Canva. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to go back on. And do you know what? Since I went back on, Honestly, I would not not be able to use it now, okay? And that was just me, like, no, can't use it. And then I was like, I went back on three months later and I was like, how did I ever get put off this thing? Like, how did I not know how to use it? Um, but yeah, I mean, now it's the best thing and I and I love creating content with it. So it's just crazy, isn't it? How, like, you go back. <laughs> and, like, I love that you say Canva because I think for the past two weeks... I've been telling like my roommates and everybody I met, I'm like, Canva is one of two softwares that I pay for that I am happy to give them my money. Like, I'm just like, so happy to give them my money. Like they help me create the podcast covers, the magazines, all my posts, but it's just, it's like, it's so simple. It's too simple. Cause like, there's so many things, but like, once you sit into it, it's like, it's actually not that bad. Everything here makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. I create everything on there. Yeah, and it's crazy, like, there's so many different templates, you know, there's so many different features, text, fonts, things like that. You can upload your own photos, like, it's brilliant, and I never knew half how half of the features work until this girl literally said, give it a couple of weeks, like, it takes a couple of weeks to get into, but once you get into it, you won't regret it, and put it this way I've got into it and I love it and I spend most days on it you know creating new content I'm like oh what template can I use today you know it's great it's great I love it yes and it's like I can say for myself like I'm not the most creative person when it comes to colors and fonts and with Canva what I love is I'm just leveraging the fact that one they did the homework on what font works best for the colors and everything and for this particular post so whatever it is I come in I'll use that font put my brand colors in I'm in and I'm out. And what's great with that is it just makes life so much easier. It's one less thing I need to worry about. Yeah, and I also love the feature where even if you pick a new template and you add in your own images, you can change like the background color or change different shapes, but they give you what colors suit what images you put on. So it gives you that color option. So it's matching. So you don't even have to think, oh, is this matching? Is this not? 
it does it for you. It is so nice and so handy. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't create content without it now and think for three months I hated it. You know, it's just crazy, isn't it? And what's also great about Canva, like I know we're talking about Canva right now. You should be back into your story, but it's, I'm actually using that now for creating my video snippets where I like I use something else to export the video and I kind of put it in there and I have like the whole bars and all that. What's dope also is that, you know that you can, you can schedule your content for Instagram through Canva? Yeah, I did actually see that. I mean, I don't pay for it as of yet because um, I'm still just getting used to it. But yeah, I didn't know that. I normally use, you know, Facebook Business Manager and things like that. I use that. Um, it's Creative Studio also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never actually realized Canva did that. And I must admit, when I start paying for the pre- for the premium like version, I'm definitely going to start using that. Can you do Twitter on that as well? Or is it just Facebook and Instagram? There's there's other stuff on there, but I just look for Instagram because I don't really use much else. I think there's also LinkedIn too, but I'm not quite 100%. Don't count me on that part. Yeah, okay. No, that's fine. Thank you. I'll have a look into it, definitely. No, that sounds great. Definitely. And like, I'll say this, like I, if you're willing to spend some more money on like actually learning Canada to the best, yeah. this guy, he didn't pay for it, but there's a phenomenal course. Like I took this one guy's course. I think his name is Mitchell um simon mitchell he's a he's, okay. he's, he's a uk guy uk guy oh. phenomenal content and he created this whole canva mastery course within the first like three videos my mind was blown i'm like oh you just like i just learned how to make my life easier yeah teaching how to make carousels how to leverage the tools how to create shadows like again wow. i'm a very simple bare bones guy but i'm having fun i'm having fun putting shadows in my post now that is so that's quite nice yeah, <laughs> makes it makes you look like super smart, like with the tech and everything. No, definitely. Oh, I'm about to have a little watch. Yes, I'll send you his Instagram later. It's just it's phenomenal content, and like it's, I'm like I'm not a fan of, of social media. Like I've taken like four or six years off of not posting, and not being on it. Like I, I could really care less. I'm I'm brutally honest. Yeah, but like this makes it fun. Like, I'm like, oh, this is actually fun creating this content. Like I'm actually enjoying this process. Yeah, I must admit, you. funny you say that, actually, since obviously having my, obviously, social media for my business, I've actually stopped using and removed most of my photos from my actual Instagram, because obviously, I don't, I just don't have the energy to do it anymore. I used to love posting me and my friends and things like that, but also kind of look professional and things now, but also, I don't enjoy it. Like, I think, for me, social media has totally taken a flip since I've started creating content for my business. It's much more like a serious side of things. And I don't think it will ever go back to that for me. It's it's weird, isn't it? How like it literally changes. That's so true. Like I sort of think like when you think of it about your brand as a business, it's you're more thoughtful on the content. There's more planning put into it. There's no longer just off the whim. And what I'm learning is like, I need like, I'm very like black and white, like this is this, this is that. So I could easily just put out content of like other people, but I learned that people want to see what's going on in my life. So what I'm like learning now is use stories to share what you like going on in your life. And then like use the feed to showcase your product, but also show a bit of yourself. Like it's, I learned one day, I put a photo of me sitting in a chair, comments and likes. I'm like, really? Like I'm not adding value to anybody's life. Like my whole goal is to put value out. I'm like, people also want to see what's going on in your life. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think that's what I need to add more into my page. Um, But I've not obviously found a way of how to subtly do that and mix things up. 
um, because I mainly post, I do post a bit, so I try and do a bit of order, so every three Instagram posts of, like, my app and my app in use, I post, like, a um, fact, an environmental fact about the fashion industry, because, again, I think it links in so well, but I don't actually put myself on it, and I've never gone live on my business account either. I'm always a bit scared of that. I haven't done that either. That's definitely a step to take one day. I was like, you should do an interview live. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I want to, I want to get the footage and like the quality footage yeah. from coming from Instagram. It's not the same as this camera I got over here. Like, I want to get some nice. Like, I, I look crisp now. I got some like HD footage. Everything's Love. looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Love that priorities, eh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But to bring things back to you and your journey, also is like I love how you mentioned how having the Instagram for business forced you to think things about differently. Outside of just Instagram, how has you starting your business forced you to think differently about yourself, about life and your interactions? I think it's actually majorly improved me ever since like, and developed me actually, since I obviously launched the app in 2020. Um, I'm a lot more careful what I post online. Like normally, you know, if I was out on the weekend, you know, group of friends upload the photo now it's kind of a bit like no like I like a bit more privacy um so yeah I think I have changed a lot in that sense and you find also that like just in your interactions with people and like just even more than that just like the way you view the world has the way you view the world changed since starting the business I think yeah I think when before I went into my business maybe I was a bit naive I thought the journey would be a lot easier than it was um, it was only since when I, you know, because I thought, you know, when you launch an app, it will literally fly off, you know, everyone will want it. But it's not, it's the type where, and I read something, somebody has to see something three times before they actually get it, buy it or like download it and stuff. So I found that bit hard, like adjusting to it all because obviously I had no real knowledge of how to get that. So again, like I was learning through other people, business webinars and things like that. So I found that adapting to everything so hard. And I must admit, I did take it a bit personally. I was like, is it me? You know, and it, I think it does affect the way that you think and your mindset Um, just because it, it's a feeling. It, it is literally like my baby. I do describe it. It is a my baby, you know, and I think for me, if something doesn't go to plan, I take it really badly because it's like, why, you know, I wanted this to work and you can't understand it, but it it's learning how to switch off from it as well. Because obviously where I work from home, if, you know, you're having a bad day or even if I, you know, leave the house, I feel guilty for leaving the house and not doing work, which is the worst thing because whenever I'm home, I'm either doing work or I'm on social media creating content, you know, I'm interacting with people on social media. It doesn't stop. And I think before, obviously, pre-COVID, I left college and I was, I used to have a, I used to have a very very nice life put it that way I used to go out with my friends we used to go partying we used to go drinking um you know we just used to go out for lunch things like that we had no care in the world we had no responsibilities you know we could do all of this and now looking back at it I think how could I do that now when I've got all of this I wouldn't change what I've got for the world I really wouldn't and I wouldn't want that lifestyle but looking back at it now how my life has done a through a 180 flip and I literally living completely different to what I was like 18 months ago 
it's just crazy. But I think it's developed me so much as a person. Again, like I said, I would never change it. I love what I do at the moment. But it's just crazy, isn't it, how you went? I went from that lifestyle to all of a sudden, you know, no care in the world, to all of a sudden I've got massive responsibilities. And, I've, yeah, I have just changed as a person. I, I think it's really improved, like, confidence and things like that as well. I couldn't ask for a better answer to that question. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Because it's, that is true. Like, it's the whole thing about, like, if you're in your 20s or starting a business, it's because either there's one of two things. You want to make a shit ton of cash or you have that guiding north star of, like, I want to make a summer, I want to do something, and this is my vehicle to get there. And what I like about having that vehicle to get there is that the way you make your decisions from here on out to the rest of your life and all interactions are now different. It's like, all right, is this task of me going out with my girls and having a weekend somewhere abroad and having a blast, is this taking me closer to my goal or pulling me away from my goal? Pull me away, like, all right, do I really need this now? No. So I'm going to make a decision that keeps me bringing me further and closer to my goal. And then you end up trying to do these things. Where can I align everything together? I could get my girlfriends to come hang out with me and I'm still moving towards my goal. And it's the sort of thing where it's like, it just comes down to like a purpose or, or a direction of where you want to go. Because once you have that, you know how to get there. Like if your goal is to play for like the Premier League and playing soccer, playing football, I'm sorry, it's called football in the UK, and playing football, the last thing you want to do is go out clubbing, drinking, and partying. All that is like, all right, me going out clubbing, drinking, partying pulls me away from becoming the best football player in the world. Oh, 100%. And I think it's timings, you know. you've Yes, you've got to have fun. You've got to have your time with your friends. Like, you've got to have your social life. But also, you've got to work for what you want. You know, you can't... You, I couldn't have, I can't live the life that I lived if I wanted to actually get somewhere in my own life at the moment. You know, it wouldn't work. Okay. I've sacrificed certain things, which I am so glad that I did. You know, I still have a great time with my friends. I do, but I don't go out every Tuesday night for student night. I don't go out every Thursday. You know, I don't go out often. I tend to, you know, limit the amount of times I do go out just because I think also it's, I am so determined on where I want to get to and I know and I've got it down to a T where I want to get to um so obviously I guess it's just a bit like I've got to pick what and I, you've got to prioritize things don't you you know and I think owning a business you do learn to or if you've got responsibilities I think it kind of creeps in naturally which is quite nice but I do believe you do have to have the balance as well most definitely and I like that I use the word is learning how to prioritize. And a term like I like to use for myself is I was like to use, yeah, you got to triage the events in your life. Like everything's important, but what is the most utmost important thing? You're getting bumped to the top. And what's the least important that could wait till later? You're getting bumped to the bottom. And it's every day, anytime a new thing comes in, it's always changing the orders of stuff. But it's as long as shit gets done, you're in a yeah. good place. Yeah, exactly. As long as you're on the right track, then it's all good. I think it helps like having, you know, an aim and you have your goals because then you know that where you want to get to and you know that you can't, don't stop until you get to that and then you reach for the next thing, you know? And I think it's so great having mapped out where you want to get to in life. Yes, and I'm sure I'm sure you felt this because I know I feel this. Do you ever find yourself in the middle of just getting work done hour after hour after hour after hour and it's like, you're having fun, but it's like, I should stop at some point. I'm having too much fun. So you keep going and keep going. It's like, okay, it's been like 10, eight, 10 hours. 
I need to take a break right now. Yeah, I must admit, yeah, I do get that. So I obviously speak to a lot of people in America as well. Um, so the podcasts I do there, some of them can be like two in the morning. So I'm up, I stay up, um, and obviously I'm working, like, you know, might as well fill the time. I feel most productive. So it's like, right, get on with some work. But then I then find that when I come off the podcast, I'm, you know, I'm not ready to go to bed. You know, I've got the light on. I'm ready. My brain is like, right, Becca, let's work, you know. But then I'll stay up and ever two hours and next thing I know it's like through 4am and I'm like okay um normally I like to get I normally get up at like half seven seven ish each morning and I'm like okay got three hours till I'm meant to be up uh don't think that's happening you know I was a bit like oh you know oh well like just had to readjust it but I think once you're in the moment and you're busy doing something it's so hard to stop because the time literally goes like that it's so fast and you ever get people that tell you you know, Becca, you've been working too much. You need to take a break. You need to, turn to take some time off. Do you ever get those people that tell you that stuff? Um, I think, yeah, I have. I think when I was feeling guilty, like I always speak to my mum and she always says like, you work like every time you're home, you know, you need to give yourself this time off. Um, Yeah, she told me a couple of times I work too much and I just need to chill out. Yeah, of course. Like, and I, I do listen to ID and... But I think it's nice to have those sort of people in your life. Mm-hmm. I like to use those people as a reminder, like to allow myself to pull back from time to time. Yeah. And the reason I ask that, because I always find it's interesting, like if I parallel what you're doing and creating your project to like sports. If you have an athlete that sleeps, trains, eats, and is just thinking about that, is always going to practice, always trying to get better, is leaving school, going to do some training, like Man, this person's a great athlete. They're doing good. They're doing good things. They're going to make it somewhere. And if you, on the other hand, work on your project all the time or thinking of creating, thinking of stuff to put out, thinking of new ways to innovate, you know, you're working too hard. You need to calm down a little bit, take some time off. You need to relax. But like, it's the same thing, but one's a sport while one can be a business or a creative project, but we treat them differently. And it's like, to me, it comes down to is as long as you're generally not forcing yourself to be up to get done, and you're actually generally enjoying it the same way a kid loves playing with Legos or a kid loves playing outdoors for hours on end. If that's the energy you have while you're in it, ride that wave till the wave stops. A hundred percent. And I think even with athletes, they've got to have time off at some point. You know, I understand that they train so hard, you know, on like I couldn't even imagine how hard they try, but they must have like a day off after, even after they've competed, you know, they must have a rest period because I don't believe physically somebody could go day in, day out without having a rest or a day to themselves. They've got to have like family time, you know, I, you know, I love spending time with my family, friends, things like that. Like, they've got to be able to put some their me like them time me time personal time in it to be able to help them function surely i think that's an important part especially when it comes to the business creative side of things it's because your task what we're doing is not so physical we're like look my body can't kick another ball my body can't jump aside my body's saying chill we're dealing with the brain and the brain's a very powerful muscle it's a very powerful tool that could just keep going and going I do think we do need for sure need to pencil in like time off sections within our week and within our day that outside of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you counted that, blimey. So man, I get eight hours off every day. Let's keep going for the other 16. Yeah. Other- let's keep on going for the 16, you know, let's go for it. Yeah. It's so crazy, isn't it? 
Yeah. Oh, man, that is awesome. All right. So, Becca, now we're going to wrap things in. We're going to dive into learning a bit more about you. Right? We have kind of gone through the whole your story. But I'm going to dive into the questions I have on the sheet now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. So you had mentioned in the past how your whole goal is to help with sustainable fashion, sustainable clothing, yeah. causing an impact on the world. So I'm curious to know is if you could deliver a text message to the entire world through push notification and everybody receives it at the same time, what would that message read? Mm, good question. You really are putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> the one age doesn't define what you're capable capable of. Never give up. That would be my short sentence because that's what I believe I'm gonna actually say that I'm gonna ask you to say that again that is good if you could please repeat that oh guys sorry age doesn't define what you're capable of so never give up yes I love that and it's that is very true and I have a saying that's quite similar where I go it's wisdom comes with experience not age yeah 100% I like that that's really good as well I just wish, you know, imagine if you could send it out. Oh, that'd be a dream. You'd give so many people confidence and so many people the, like, I don't care mindset, let's go and do it, you know? Actually, no, screw it. I am going to go and do this now. Like, I think it'd be great. And that's that's the goal of the podcast and everything. And that's the goal of, like, even just you sharing your story about how you're creating our reflections and how it came about is, like, I just executed. Like, there was no waiting. There was no sitting waiting for a handout, may have some more. So it was just, let me go out there and get it done. And that's the message I'm trying to put out is that it's, I'm meeting all these young people that are just executing all day, every day. And it's like, hold on, where are these lazy kids? Everybody talks about these kids are putting in work. I'm like, and I want that energy around me. So I'm like, oh, get these interviews done for my selfish reason of like, let me get hyped up and energized from this and go on with my project. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think hearing other people's stories as well makes you motivated. Like, I think it's great. Yes. And that was like, I know in my journey, my experience of like figuring things out and who I am and what I want to do in life. I spent a lot of time listening to other people's stories. When it comes to books, I read two types of books, either nonfiction or autobiographies. Because I found with autobiographies is you get to understand that person and how they think. And then you realize in all these great people we look at, they have certain common similarities like, oh, they all believed in themselves. They all had a bigger vision for what they wanted to achieve. And they all didn't let anybody stop them from wanting to achieve that. And I'm like, is this a coincidence? Or like, they all have the same ghostwriter. Like this can't, like, it can't be a coincidence. It just must be like a law and a rule. No, that, that's really great, actually. No, that's great. I'd love to have my own autobiography one day. I'd love to. But you're doing that now. You're creating your story. And like, on my, like, well, I'll show you with you one thing that I've told myself a while ago. I'm like, all right, I want to write a book by the time I'm 45. When I get to 45, I want to put a book out. I've always said I want to write a book, but I'm like, Chris, to write a book, you need stories and, and fun stories people want to learn about. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Up until now, until 45, I'm going to try to have as many interesting, fun, dope, exhilarating experiences. So when I write this book, I got stories in there people are going to want to read about and maybe one day make a movie about but I think, I do think, obviously, with your podcast and things, you've met so, you've probably met so many great people with so many different experiences. And I think in a way that you could replay that and living, you know, your life, people telling you all these great stories and things, I think that even would be an inspiring thing for a book because it's like how you've listened to all these great experiences, you know, and I think 
that would be amazing. You know, it doesn't have to be what you've experienced, but it's what, you know, you could write a book on your podcast and what stories you've heard and how it's impacted you and your life and how you've used that to then benefit yourself. Well, keep going. This is good. I like this. I'm writing these notes down. This is awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll write your <laughs> book, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'll write the book. Some game and knowledge. This is like, this is gold. I never thought about that. Man. As long as I get mentioned, you know, in the little, you know, when they write the thanks, as long as they get mentioned in the thanks, I'll take it. Most definitely. I will put a star Just give me a shout out in the book, yeah. Perfect. And I will keep true to that word because it's for me, it's all about helping that next no, person. No, I, jo- I am joking about that. Oh, no, you, you don't you, have you to put me in the book. Out. If somebody asks me, so Chris, where'd the idea come from? Rebecca, my bet. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie, it was her idea. I do want a copy and of the book, though. Let me know when it's out. <laughs> most definitely. You'll get a personally signed copy with, like, photo, the whole nine. Dream, whole, like, dream. Promo package. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. But I do like that idea. That is, I don't know how I have not thought about that, but, hey, that's the whole thing about having these conversations. Yeah, it's so nice, isn't it? You can bounce ideas off each other. It's lovely. And that's honestly a big part of doing this is like, how can I share ideas with people that have ideas and are acting on ideas? Like, interview them. Like, it's cool. I like learning about people. And why not do it and share it to the world? Yeah, no, I think it's great. And also a lot of people can take away, you know, different points from conversations like these and benefit their lives as well. It's like helping everyone is great. So now, Rebecca, we're going to dive into lightning round. So lightning round is real simple. Lightning round has this or that types of questions. Think quickly, don't think too long, and just say what first comes to mind. Are you ready? Yeah, I think I am. (laughs) I think I am. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start things off with TV shows or movies? Movies. Dining out or dining in? Dining out. What's worse, doing laundry or dishes? Dishes. Now this question gets everybody going. Do you prefer having perfect teeth or perfect hair? Perfect hair. Truth or dare? Dare. Would you rather be rich or successful? Successful, definitely. And what is the last song you had on repeat? I think it was Good For You. I don't, I don't know who it's by. Um, it's, it's a new one out, I think. All right, all right. And the final, final one of this, do this or that type of question is, what day starts the week? Sunday or Monday? Monday. That is interesting. It, it's definitely a Monday. Everybody's saying, I'm like, did I miss something here? That like the day actually starts on Sunday or did things change? <laughs> no, because the first working day back after a weekend is a Monday. So I treat that as a new week. Because <sighs> Sunday, like you work Monday to Friday, and that's like the typical working week. Um, and then obviously you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday is where not a lot, like everybody kind of, well, I don't know, you know, it's kind of the chilled time as people see it over here. So then you have the hard work, you have the three days. And then once you finish your chilled time, it's back to Monday again. So it's a new week. I never thought about that. Cause like, I've never really had a traditional like nine to five jobs. So, like I've worked like six days a week for at least over um, 10 years yeah, now. No, I've never had nine to five day job site. So. so for me, it's like, what day of the week it is? Who am I seeing? Is Michael coming? Okay, it must be Tuesday. Okay, like I never was paying attention to like the days of the week. So I think that could be an influence onto why to me it's just Sunday. 
Yeah, I think because obviously I haven't, it must have been about four years ago I was last in education. So maybe I just thought Monday to Friday you went to school, for, um, Saturday, Sunday is chilled days, and then back the week starts again Monday. I don't know, we've always seen it as, well, me and my family, we've always seen it as the Monday is the start of the week because everything goes back to normal after a weekend. It's just crazy, isn't it, how everybody has different perspectives. Yeah, for some of us it's like we're all following the same rules, but yet we could all interpret it differently. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rebecca. So I'm asking you the final closing question I ask all my guests. And it's a question I love because it gives me an idea of who they are as a person and also gives me an idea of who else's story I could look into that helped influence them. And the question is, if you could have a dinner guest, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mine would be David Attenborough. Only, you know, because he's made such an impact Okay, he's made such a name for himself doing something he was passionate about. And I, you know, I think that's so inspiring, you know, and I'd love to know how he did it and what made him start his journey. Because I think his journey in a way has similar aspects to mine. You know, obviously he's made a massive name for himself. I have actually heard from David Attenborough. Um, I have actually got a written letter from David Attenborough. But I would, would like to have dinner with him. Nice. Yeah. So hold on. How did this letter come about? So I read online that David Attenborough, if you write to David Attenborough and send in like a prepaid, a prepaid like envelope, he'll write back to you. And loads of people online were saying, no, no, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Because obviously my app's kind of based around sustainability as well. I wanted to tell him about it. So I thought, do you know what? I'll go for it. I wrote him a letter. Four weeks later, I thought, now, you know, never going to hear a reply back. No, all of a sudden, when I forgot about it, about six weeks later, a letter came in the mail and it was the prepaid envelope that I'd sent David Attenborough and a handwritten on his, you know, like proper headed paper and everything. It He wrote it back. It was so surreal. Like, and it's something that I will keep forever. I love that. That is a great way to connect people. Like, it's, the fact you said he had his letterhead, I'm like, this, it makes sense. Like, I'm ex- I'm expecting the whole, like, wax seal to close the envelope on top of that, too. Like, sitting in his old, like, study room with the old wood and the creaking out, like, the lifting. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. I, yeah, I think that's, yeah, and I'd love to sit down and, you know, just to see how he did it and how he got started and what crucial parts in his life were that you know he took his career to the next stages because obviously it's not going to all happen at once so he must have done it over his period of life and when his opportunities came about like I'd love to know that I really would that is that is dope I like that I like that all right Rebecca first off I want to say thank you for sharing your time with me right now this has been awesome and to the family having me to the family, thanks again for listening to another dope episode of Next Gen Fridays. And we'll tune in and see you guys next week. Peace. Oh yeah, before I forget, if you enjoy this, take the time to send a message to a friend and let them know that you appreciate them and that you're thankful and grateful for having them in your life. Because for all you know, that little message you send them may make a huge difference in their day. So yeah, take that small step. Peace out.